<laughs> Thank you for uh, coming back. That's a surprise. Yeah. Um, welcome to Audio Freaks, the podcast where we have odd audio and we talk about it. And you know, David's done a lot of very hard work finding it all. And I really think you should give him a chance, guys. I, okay? I, you know, I mean, I enjoy it. But you know, uh, there is a lot of work. There is a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you give it good. away. You give it away. You give it away now. <laughs> <laughs> no one reversed that from from the two weeks ago. No, but do you heard me do the looping of your? Uh... I did. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, my word. So so we're carrying on. Uh, with the delve, I mean, this is only like the tip of the iceberg of musicals. I've got, um, I've got a lot of stuff that we shall well, explore you know, at some point. I found, a, I found a, a blog, yeah. and it was, it was just documenting um, musical flops. Yeah, and it was, it, like, there was, I think it was like a hundred musical flops that yes. they documented. There was, yes. it was a hell of a lot. Yes, and what I want to say is, full credit to you because you, you've unearthed, like. There's been no overlap. Yeah. You know, and, and this has sort of had, you know, I mean, sure, it started with like Spider-Man because it was such a yes. colossal thing. But yes, yes, yeah. Man, the stuff you've unearthed so yeah. far. If you haven't listened to part one, is you've got to go and hear it. There's yeah. this incredible stuff there's, you found. There's some good stuff. I mean, yes, I'm, I mean, I was, I was, I was quite uh, taken aback by what I unearthed. <laughs> terrifying yeah. but first of all obviously we introduced last week uh with uh, a little bit from uh was it any get you again i can't remember where anything comes from i can do anything better than you oh yeah i think you're right is it yes. i think it is uh yes. i've also got another version here here oh okay anything you can say i can say faster i can say anything faster than you so um so yeah so but now we're gonna um we're gonna we're gonna still we're gonna what, what we did at the end of last uh week was we, we looked goodbye. at the all by myself versions yes. that had been sent in now yes after, thank you for them after that uh, I had another email from James who um, had put in a lot of work finding stuff. And I feel like it would be, uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, I'm, and I'm saying that I'm not saying that I'm including it just because he's done the work, because actually he's found some amazing versions. Well, as we said last week, you know, it's things not the definitely have merit <laughs> according to how much time you've spent on them. Exactly. <laughs> My Merge Dragons account. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, a f- couple of things about All By Myself. So um, he reminded me of the fact that um, All By Myself was obviously based on Rachmaninoff's mm, second something, Sonata, can't remember. Something. Something. Some Rachmaninoff, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> and... Um, the uh, not not typing. What are you saying? <laughs> My brother worked in an office with this really awful woman who's like really hectoring, but also incompetent. Yeah. You know those kinds who are like patronising and yet not yeah. qualified. Yeah. Um, and then one day, just totally out of the blue, she she just told him a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was really unexpected, and she just said. <laughs> Where's Saddam Hussein keep his CDs? <laughs> In a rack. <laughs> <laughs> and she just laughed for like a minute at that joke. That's pretty good, though. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway. No, Piano Concerto number two, of course. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I've In ran off. Anyway, so he... Um, 
it was it was fine to use that uh, as his verse uh, in America. That's all fine. Um, yep. Although outside of America, the copyright uh was not had not uh, uh, expired so oh, right. um so the rachmaninoff estate uh got in touch uh and oh um, basically it's uptown funk all over again they had a deal they sorted out a deal yeah. that basically the rachmaninoff estate would receive 12 percent of the royalties of all by myself amazing as well as uh another song that he did called Never Gonna Fall in Love Again, which was based on the third movement of, of Rachmaninoff's Second Symphony. No way. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, good old Rachmaninoff estate. I mean, I feel like it, it's probably finished by now, right? But um, even so, uh, if they're still that's, getting it, that's great. It's like uh, Neil Innes. Uh, you must know that story, I'm sure. Um, with Oasis. Uh, Do you know about that? You know... Um, the, the Oasis song that opens with, I'm free to do whatever I... Yes. Uh, uh, that phrase, yeah. uh, Neil Innes had in a song called How Sweet to Be an Idiot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he successfully sued. Oh, wow. And got uh, a share of the royalties. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's quite cool. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, one of the things, though, that uh, if you wanted to get around that, obviously, the uh, copyright on it, is why don't you be like Norway in 2001 at the Eurovision Song Contest? And um, James highlighted this tip for me. I, I didn't know this. Um, but it's like, oh, my God, are you joking? And, I'm, and I, the thing is, I can't even find stuff online where people say, well, that sounds a little familiar. Um, they did a song for Eurovision 2001 called On My Own. And uh -huh. let's have a listen to it, okay? This let's. is amazing. In tender years to pass Longer than it ever really was Excuse me? <laughs> How could I What's Norwegian for excuse me? Realize this time when by I had to try the world outside walls. I feel like I know this. <laughs> you let me go. So I lived and tried to find my way to paradise. The winding road that led me there. It'll be it'll be different now though, right? Here we go. I'm on my own again. Seriously. They came for the whales. <laughs> All I can say is, did you hear that? Well, I did hear something. Yeah. What's that? Norwegian for excuse me. <laughs> uh, it's impressive. It's quite incredible. I mean, I, I don't understand yeah. why there's not more online about Up just like, you know, there's, there's just like people going, oh, I loved this. It was great. It's like, but it's it's the, the 
it's a, it's, <laughs> it's look, all by uh, myself. Look, as someone who bought Steps albums back in the day, <laughs> I mean, there's derivative and then there's... It's really impressive. It, and it, even, it even includes the uh, key change moment exactly the same way and exactly wow. the same part. It's just like, it's shameless. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, but James sent me uh, loads of versions he found uh, all over the place. And um, I'm just going to play them and I'll tell you what's happening as we hear them. It, it ranges from uh, sublime to ridiculous, it really does. It's like there are some moments in this which are like, oh, this is nice. Um, and there's moments in this where it's like, oh, that's hard. Ah, <laughs> amazing. <Let's, laughs> Thanks in advance, James. <laughs> Here we go. Listen to this. Okay. Starting with Priscilla Arn. Sure. Living alone I think of all the friends I've known I mean, she's changed it up a bit. And Quite when a lot. I dial the telephone Nobody's home I'm getting Adventure Time Nobody's vibes home. off it. Yes. Pretending I know. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow paradigm exactly, again. Exactly, yeah. This is what Norway should do. Here are the chords I know. <laughs> nice though. Oh. Oh, and here we are. Finally, someone's making some effort. With Mike Kosacek. Yes. Come on, let's make it up tempo. <laughs> oh. This is Whirlpool Surfer. Kind of love it. <laughs> Can't pretend I don't love it. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> it's gonna drop! <laughs> <laughs> this is Di Carlo. was M.E. Carey. <laughs> wow. We're in the future now. Say French. Lucy Blue. David Bowie thing there. Oh, yeah. How about? Thank you. Angela Who. This is all I ever wanted. 
Let's hear the key change. Wow. <laughs> wow. I had to um I had to take some of the treble off that one. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. It was Incredible. really painful. Um I felt like that um that sort of uh, European house techno yes. one. Yeah. I feel like the female vocalist is there the it, it must have been a DJ yeah. called something like D- David Gaultier or something like that yeah and and it would have been featuring and the woman I was thinking about the female vocalist she's, it's got to be a one word name yes it's probably like Zika featuring Zika or something <laughs> like that something you've never heard of yeah <laughs> well the the artist was called Di Carlo uh, okay so um, I, I don't know what the vocalist was called uh, no. I don't think they listen. But we're in a skip. Like, where yeah. are these women? Where, yeah, where do they come from? Where do they go? <laughs> where do they go? Um, yeah. So, uh, thanks, James. Those are some very interesting versions. That was an incredible amount of work. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. He got carried yeah. away. He said that he couldn't. He couldn't choose between just no. How could you just know? six? No, no God no. <laughs> um, and I would say, okay. So I'm going to ask again uh, because people have been I sending will in ask some good you stuff again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and um, but I would say do send in as many as you can and I, what I will do is I think I probably will choose the top two from everybody uh, and then it, the things okay. that are left over um, we'll save for, for the live podcast because I think uh, when we go live it will be a case of uh, have a listen to the whole of this um, so yes. this week obviously uh, we've been talking about musicals this weekend last week uh, and do you know what the most uh, successful musical uh, globally is? Oh, that's what I'm going to choose. That's a great question. Uh, yeah. The most successful musical. It's not going to be old, let's face it. No, it's going to be high school musical. Oh, that's a good guess. I don't think that is in the top ten, though. <laughs> oh. Uh, a lot of. I was just thinking about like school productions. I was thinking. Oh, I see. No, in terms know. of in terms of takings at the box office, I think oh, it yeah, is basically. Oh, Les Misérables. No, uh, oh. that was. I think that is in the top ten, but uh, the number one musical is The Lion King. Of course, it's just it's just everywhere, and it's made. And they think a bit globally as well. It's yeah. like in every every country in the world and that it has taken eight uh is that billion i think dollars um so uh so what i want is i would like you to find me versions i don't really mind which song doesn't have to be the circle of life it could be any song uh so from from the lion king so send me your versions of songs from the lion king there's bound to be quite a few (laughs) Sure. And I don't want to look for them. And it's, and it's always nice not to hear Owen Atkinson, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there are versions of that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's, yeah. So, so uh, send those in and uh, we'll feature those uh, in the next week's um, show. But oh now we're heading back to musicals, although we're kind of not because I got, I got kind of sidetracked uh, by Benjamin Till. 
and um, and I'm not playing more Benjamin Till. I'm sorry. Uh, oh please! <laughs> but it made me think. Okay, musicals um, based on uh, regions, and this is not a musical. This is just a song, but it's quite okay. an amazing song, and it's got quite an amazing story. Uh, this is uh, Frankie Vaughan. You know, oh. um, obviously yes, Frankie Vaughan. Uh, hey, yeah, exactly. What was his song in um, in Let's Make Love? Give me a song that sells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Music with gimmicks, chipmunks yeah. and mimics. Yeah, That's what the future spells. He had a lot of teeth. I said to my bosses, <laughs> look at my losses. Give me a song that sells. You could see Music is dying. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> Stop trying. Stop it. Stop it. Mule trains are Jezebel. Help. So how can a fella <laughs> sing Dardanella? Give me a song that sells. Stop it. So he had to oh, come had on, to, he had knock <laughs> me a tune. Don't save all those you hits could, for Pat Boone. He yeah, made sure give that me, you give could... Me, give me. You could see his teeth at all times. That's what yes. he... <laughs> I mean, there were famously, whenever he was filming uh, yeah. in Hollywood, yeah. the uh, data, like the statistics for RTAs would go up. Um, <laughs> drivers would be dazzled uh, by his teeth. Um, so here is Frankie Vaughan. I'll give you the story of this afterwards, but uh, it's Frankie Vaughan's song about a certain place. Let's have a listen. Okay. No way. What? No. What? No. What? No. What? No. I've traveled up and down this country from the Pennines to Land's End. But if you ask my favorite place of all, the answer isn't hard to comprehend. <laughs> oh. I'm going back to Stockport. What? That can beat it. That's right, I tell you, Stockport. <laughs> Do you want me to repeat it? What? S-T-O-C-K-P-O-R-T. Stockport, Stockport's the place for me. The people seem to be so friendly The houses seem to say, come in <laughs> Somehow, well, the smell of cotton seems To get there right inside your skin mm, I'm going back to... <laughs> No freaking way! It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Stockport. Stockport. The... <laughs> song by Frankie Moore. Absolutely no way. No, I know. I know. This, this is a lucid dream. Yeah. What? <laughs> 1983 uh frankie vaughn was uh was not 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 so cool uh in not doing quite so well no yeah 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 uh i mean he and was tax bills just keep coming don't he they? was about as cool as uh stockport uh, <laughs> <laughs> and stockport. the wow the mail on sunday uh ran a disparaging article about stockport uh and then to apologize ran a competition for someone to write a song uh, <laughs> uh, this is madness. Jeff Morrow wrote the song, and 
and Frankie Vaughan ended up singing it because they were friends. He was friends with uh, Frankie Vaughan, Jeff Morrow. Uh, they recorded That's it. Rigged, at- rigged, <laughs> rigged, witch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's recorded at the Plaza in Stockport. Uh, he he sang it in Stockport. Yes, and at a mobile studio. A uh, mobile studio. <laughs> a mobile unit from the local recording studio. Um, they mean a guy with a tape recorder. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, and it's been one of those things that it was released as a single uh, and then kind of disappears until, obviously, the internet comes along and goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> My uh, yeah. God. It's incredible, right? Um I mean, yeah. Check out the whole thing. It's uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, I, I just just I felt like I had to include it, and I didn't really know where else to put it because it's like uh, you put it everywhere put it all the time. You put it wherever you want, my darling. You put it wherever you want. Wow, it's good, right? Um, <laughs> I keep. I mean, I keep. You keep surpassing yourself with this musicals episode. <clears throat> okay, well, so now, wow, now we're gonna head back over to America. This is a rush, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to tell the story of um, a musical from 1989. So okay. we, we head a, a long way into the future. Uh, Tom O'Horgan, well, the director of um, of Hair, and uh, uh, do no, hang on, which one did he do? I think he did dude and did yeah, he no, he did dude. Or did he do? Dot, he did do dude. dude. He didn't do truckload. He did do dude. And uh, oh no, maybe he did do truckload as well. Can't remember. Did he do? There's a there's a thread through all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, directing, um, I don't know. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the one who brought all the flamboyance to dude. Uh, mm. Well, as part of, apart from the writer as well, uh, and he wanted to create uh, a popera. Uh, oh, no. So, uh, not a musical. Nineteen eighty-nine. A popera. Yes. Oh, no. uh, and uh, and it was uh, from an idea by uh, Perry Kroger. Uh, had an idea to write a satirical musical about uh, Joe McCarthy. Oh no! Called Senator Joe. Oh no! Yes. Now, um, Tom O'Horgan obviously uh, was familiar with the producer Adela Holzer. Uh, thought she'd be perfect for it. Is she the lunch woman? She did yeah. all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. she has produced all of the American ones so far that we've we've heard. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, what a thread running through your career. (laughs) So it was going to be an off-Broadway show. That was very much uh, Perry Grove's idea. Uh, But uh, Adela Holzer said, there's just no off-Broadway theatres available. We'll Mm. have to do it on Broadway. (laughs) We'll just have to. And Tom O'Horgan was like, yeah, come on. And Perry Kroger was like... Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my dude! So it's going to die, um, uh-huh. and yeah, he wasn't far off. Uh, it, it, it was a uh, anarchic and mm. uh, phantasmagorical uh, mm. show. Uh, Sounds included as as characters in it: Richard Nixon, Eleanor Roosevelt, and obviously Joe McCarthy. There was a musical number uh, in which um, newsman Edward. 
Murrow, Edward R. Murrow, uh, took you on a virtual tour of Joe McCarthy's alcohol-ravaged liver. Uh, which, wow! <laughs> which also called for actors to play the roles of fatty deposit and enzyme. <laughs> fatty deposit. <laughs> what part are you playing? films. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but Adela Holzer, the producer, was just like, "It's gonna be amazing. It's this gonna be great." <laughs> Let's lose some um, more other people's money. <laughs> this had, woman, man. I know, right? You should have been done for... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, well. And the, the, basically, there were rehearsals, uh, uh, which went on for a long time, when they was doing development for a long time, uh, but they managed to keep, you know, keep the money coming and, you know, pay the actors just to carry on. Uh, there were a couple of tryouts, um, one of the tryouts, I think, had to be uh, cancelled because they'd sold one ticket. <laughs> wow, one ticket. One ticket. I feel like even I could do that. I could shift <laughs> one ticket. Um, yeah, and you could Didn't be on they Broadway. have a mum and a dad's like, come off it, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so anyway, the... the uh, first preview happened they you know it was still going ahead and they they felt you know perry kroger felt wasn't quite ready but you know let's go for it so there was one preview uh and then uh i think there was a second one maybe a third one uh that it's, it's got lost in the uh in the mists of time uh the true facts but it shut after that definitely it is the mm-hmm. shortest running musical on broadway uh ever <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, I just hope it can deliver on a build-up like that. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, again, so this one, there's not a professional recording of. Uh, there's a recording sure. from a a, a, a YouTube uh, channel, which is run by a sort of a um, some musical theatre aficionados, definitely, in... in uh, in, in New York, who who do a regular review of uh, shows, you know, songs from shows that have been lost to time. Uh-huh. And uh, here's a little bit of a, a song. It's pretty good, called um, My Own Personal President, I think. It's called Personal President. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is a song uh, sung to Joe. Let's have a listen here. Okay. He's got some bad habits. This I know. Do what you do when you do it, even though I don't know what it is you're doing, but I don't care. 
Um, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't find the liver song, which I'd have liked to have heard. <laughs> I feel like satirical musicals. Mm. It's not. It's, it's not good. I mean, the whole point of a musical yeah. is you need longevity. You know, there's yes. so much investment. Yes. And also, you, it's you've got to get that long tail payback. Yeah. And it's kind of should be set outside of time and space. It's kind of like a escapey kind of a thing. You can it? set it in a certain time and space. Yes. Just don't make it now. Don't make it because an, you don't or, know or what's important. I mean, now. Music, musicals based on real people as well. They're generally is that not that's not a good thing, is it? I'm trying to think of a good one, and I can't. No. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, um, but, you know, like, you can set it in a certain place in time. Cabaret. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arguably yeah. Chicago. Arguably, yes, exactly. Arguably, but... Um, well, so, I mean, obviously, that was a failure. That was, that was a big failure. And uh, so... Another but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that... yeah. No, I know. Um, Satire is quite a dynamic thing. So Adela Holzer, musicals aren't. Adela Holzer, uh, yeah, that woman. You'd feel like she'd um, she'd like give it up by then. The thing that people uh, haven't revealed about Adela Holzer was that uh, she was one of the biggest con artists uh, known in the Broadway Are you world. Yeah, oh, actually, you're serious. I'm actually serious. She was. Um, uh, let me give you a bit of a history about her. She was born Adela Sanchez uh, in Madrid. And uh, no, not sure quite when. That's disputed. Uh, she, uh, it's like, it, there, was a, there was a news article about her in 1975 uh, where the New York Times called her Broadway's hottest producer. Uh, and there were all sorts of facts about her. And, you know, well, and she's done this and she's done that. Most of it was a lie. So, oh wow! Uh, so she had said this that is Elizabeth her, Holmes and Theranos all over again. Yeah, yeah. She said that her mother was a member of the Guinness Brewing family. That's not true. Her father was a wow. rich industrialist. That's not true. Um, she. What is true? She arrived in America in 1954 uh, alone and pregnant, escaping a marriage. That is true. Um, but she didn't reveal that she'd also. She, the marriage lasted nine years and she left her first three sons behind in, in, in Spain. Um, yeah. In 1955, uh, she was charged with grand larceny for forging a Spanish notary stamp on a $3,000 note. <laughs> what the heck? In 1963, she was arrested after offering sex to an undercover police officer. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, she, uh, uh, she, her second marriage uh, in America was to a Czech physicist. Uh, she had a son with him and then he died in a car crash four years later. Oh my God. She married uh, Peter Holzer, uh, who was, uh, you know, legitimately a, a, a rich man, uh, a president of a shipping business. And um, that's where she got her money to um, invest in hair. And... At the time, it was like she, the reports were she invested like this much and she made like two million or something. Uh, right, uh, right, right. It was, but it was like, no, it wasn't that. I mean, you know, even that was a lie. She made quite a lot of money, but not that much. Right. Um, and uh, in 1975, uh, so uh, that was the time of uh, truckload 
so yeah, so dude had already failed, um, but yeah. that was that was fine. <laughs> Please don't take the dude's name in vain. <laughs> uh, in 1975, uh, you know, she was. That was when they this article came out saying she was Broadway's hottest producer, uh, and Truckload uh, came out and uh, she was less hot. Uh, oh. Two years later, she declared back- bankruptcy. Uh, and then uh, after that, she was arrested on fraud charges uh, and uh, she was in prison on seven counts of grand larceny. Uh, oh God. And so the thing is, is that she went to prison uh, 81 to 83. Uh, the, uh, uh, her lawyer uh, going, you know, defending her before that was Roy Cohn. As in, wait, yeah, Roy Cohn, who was uh, the right hand man for Joe McCarthy, right? Uh, 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 and uh, aren't there sort of rumours of of Trump involvement or, or Trump knew him or something? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, he he's dead. Now. I mean, anyone who made it into the lyrics of "We Didn't Start the Fire," yeah, exactly. He was <laughs> apparently not a nice man uh anyway mm-hmm. so he he defended her so uh, but she came out uh, in 1983 uh and uh and then you know she managed to still uh, uh, raise money from investors for senator joe it's like did no one know did no one <laughs> hang on <laughs> this is the That's... woman who already conned you know many many investors out of money anyway uh she at the time of of making Senator Joe she uh said that uh the investments had been guaranteed by David Rockefeller uh she said she was secretly married to him uh, <laughs> which is not obviously true <laughs> that's incredible so i think after senator joe when it had failed and uh i think a few months later she had said i've raised more money we'll put it back on again it's going to be great uh and at that point she was cornered at a phone booth by police who arrested her immediately because there's some one of the investors had worn a wire and uh she was then arrested and sentenced to uh four to eight years on account of larceny uh she spent another four years in prison uh 1990 to 94 and then came out and but then in 2001 she was arrested again charged with 39 counts of fraud uh she'd been charging immigrants two thousand dollars uh telling them that she had influence on immigration legislation uh she changed her name at that point so maybe it was easier to get away with uh she was sentenced to another uh nine years um and then she got out in 2010 uh so she spent 14 years in prison uh one of the biggest i mean she's just like she was obviously uh, a character. People said about her uh, <laughs> theatrical public relations representative said, if she told me the sun was shining, I'd go out to look and I'd take an umbrella. <laughs> wow. I feel like if we've been looking for someone to write a musical about. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, her life. I've, I'm just absolutely amazed that it hasn't been turned into something already. 
she died uh, in 2020. She, uh, she. I mean, th- I think she was fairly clean after coming out in 2010, but she was in her 80s. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, oh, she was. She was uh, another. The, well, no, the prosecutor in 1979 is quoted as saying she's one of the cleverest and most successful white collar criminals in the history of this state. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was the thing as I was looking at these musicals from uh, in terms of ones that had not done quite so well. And I saw mm. this name running through and it yeah. was like, OK. And then just this? more yeah. things about her came to light. Uh, and uh, what an incredible. Yeah. Incredible story. So. Um, so there we go. But but finally. Uh, yeah. I'm going to play you a bit from a from a much lesser known musical. Um, <laughs> this is from. I mean, can it get much? <laughs> no, it is much lesser known. Uh, okay. This is from a musical called Gus and the Pothole uh, by God. Everard Tuvey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, now yeah, come yeah. on a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a second now. <laughs> Lesser known, <laughs> but uh, Everard Tuvey being the pen name uh, of my father, your uncle. What, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> one of his pen names. Yeah, exactly. He had others. He did. I know my dad had several, including Wolf Gort. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, we should come up with pen names. So I I've got a little. I've got a little bit of, of a song from Gus and the Pothole, which was, I think, the the, the biggest uh, musical that my dad uh, wrote. And it was written uh, very much for me and my brothers to just all record uh, the whole the whole thing as a sort of a radio musical uh, one Christmas, I think. Uh, and Gus and the Pothole tells the story of 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 Gus who um, who uh, has to go to sell some beans uh, to. Uh, who <laughs> lives in the land of misery i think isn't it? everyone there is miserable but gus is is quite cheerful so he's a bit out of place because uh, they're all happy being miserable but he's not uh he's friends with the wood lice and uh he goes to market to sell some beans uh but he gets stopped on the way and sells his beans for a strange animal i can't remember what it is it's not it's not okay. i don't think it is described what it is it's a strange thing that's sort of a bit like a frog and uh and then finds this magical pothole which he descends into and it's quite quite complicated <laughs> okay that's fine let's just but the uh song uh that is the uh the hit from the from the musical uh is roll into a ball which is the woodlouse song and ah. uh and I've got a recording of me and my group singing uh, it. So this is because I've arranged yeah. it recently. Uh, this is a lovely song. So enjoy this. here's Roll Into a Ball. Just the, the first verse and chorus. Here we go. When one's a woodlouse, one's not inclined to be exactly hearty. One is a little shy When one is not feet high What should one do for one's peace of mind? Should one take up karate? Shouldn't if I were you 
is all you have to do. Roll into a ball when certain noises alarm you. If you think someone will harm you, if you want something to calm you down, go into an O. O is a great shape to go. When they say, "Are you a man or a mouse?" Show them that you are a regular louse. You will impress them all if you roll into a ball. <laughs> What a joyful little thing! It's a good song. It's a good song. I have, yeah, I have to admit. Um, it, kind of. I I I I love that you've given uh some light to his work yeah 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such lovely stuff yeah um, um there's brilliant yeah so i um, mean you know as well as the production of uh dude and truckload uh and senator joe we should put on <laughs> gus, oh definitely gus in the pothole definitely gus in the pothole uh, uh there's some good I songs so, yeah so yeah. um so just to go back yeah. to uh, roy Cohn, by the way yeah yeah uh, who represented our uh, yes Adela anti-heroine? Yep. Yeah, um, yes, he represented Trump and Murdoch uh, at various times. Wow, uh, he died of AIDS at fifty-nine. That's right. Um, and although he um, was part of the communist witch hunt, but also targeted people for their homosexuality, um, yes. uh, according to uh, Jeffrey Tubin, um, quoting Roger Stone. Uh, Roger Stone said, uh, Roy was not gay. Uh, he was a man who liked having sex with men. <laughs> okay. It's okay. A, it's, a, it's a good distinction to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. No. Just like that. <laughs> just, just, if liking that makes just... me that, well. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a, um, familiar to people on Broadway for being in uh, the character in Angels in America which is the huge uh, th- um, play, which is, I think it's like a double, I haven't seen it, but it's like a, uh, it, it was turned into a TV show as well, and it was uh, supposed to be amazing. Uh, and uh, Nathan Lane played him, I think, in the original. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Version. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, his story is, is well, there you go, his, his, his story's already on Broadway, but... Um, yeah, but not. But I don't answer. think it's the right subject. No. <laughs> uh, so there we well, go. That's our dive into musicals for the first time. I, I feel that what um, a show. There's a there's an awful lot of stuff uh, that I have unearthed that we will we will look at in in the future. Oh, uh, definitely. But we'll we'll um, we'll look at something else next week. First of all, it's all very tiring. <laughs> You know, it's like we we talked about this with the moon music. It's just so much work. We've (laughs) listened to thousands and thousands of hours of work. Yeah, all for naught. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that with with these as well, it's just uh, their money, the money involved. I mean, most of it, most of it illegal. People's terrible ideas. Um, speaking of which, uh, co-fi.com slash audiofreaks. If you'd like to support the podcast, help us with the running costs. 
um, for hosting and all the rest of it. Uh, that would be brilliant. Please um, do. The price of a coffee. Uh, you can, uh, you can, you can, uh, you too can hurl money into the abyss. <laughs> Of audio production, exactly. Uh, imagine that you can you can call yourself a producer. Yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, um, and, but uh, we're not telling you that you're going to get any return apart from us talking. And you know, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, we're yeah, promising. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think we can safely say that yeah, th- this could be the next um, trucking. What was it? The trucking truck load. Truckload. Truck this this what could be the next a truck truckload. Exactly. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so thanks yeah. so much for listening. Yeah, and do find the, your versions of uh, Lion King songs. Oh God! Uh, and send them to me. Make yeah, don't send them to me. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't reply to good stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, good. Yes, it's uh, audiofreaks at swanburst.com Yeah, if you'd like to email. Yes, um, or you can find us on social media where uh, audio underscore freaks. Yeah, come and follow and, and share and make us Im- influencers. No, you be an influencer. Uh, you come and influence us. Yeah. We're very suggestive. Very suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> now, ju- just just as before we go, uh, I wanted to, to talk a little bit uh, about our wonderful subscribers uh, and also how you can get involved and get more stuff. Uh, if you go to ko-fi.com slash audiofreaks, uh, it's probably the worst URL in the world. It's probably like tiny URL in Kofi.com slash audio freaks. Um, if you have made a contribution up till now, and or if you make a contribution before the next episode comes out, uh, which is like uh, the I don't know, it's, it's a new month. It's impossible to tell you. It's like the 13th of February. Anyway, between now and then, uh, if you make a donation, uh, we will send you uh, an exclusive bonus episode. Um, it's got some some really good stuff in it. Actually, it's, uh, a listener sent some stuff in. Um, and uh, if if you if you enjoyed uh, the regional musicals, uh, you're going to enjoy this stuff. Um, plus something from my back catalogue. So uh, you you got a week. You got a week to uh, make a contribution. Huge thanks to the people who've already contributed. Uh, we will be thanking you in person uh, next time. But uh, there you go. Just a little incentivizational thing for your financial. Uh, domination of us oh no it's, uh, I don't know how that works anyway um, thanks very much kofi.com slash audio freaks we'll see you next week love you bye you're a super freak audio freak this has been a Swanburst Media production <laughs>